0: Once again, here we go, this is Gone Mental, episode 314, here on Real Punk Radio. This is Gone Mental, episode 314, here on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit, only on Real Punk Radio. We just heard the Turbo sees off their new release, Radiation, with High by the Beach. This is our annual Best Releases of the Year episode, um, so we're going over the Best Releases of 2010. This year we're actually doing, We I think last year we did the Top 5. We're doing the top 10 this year, which is why we're starting an hour early. And, um, as always, the, the first track is an honorable mention. Not actually, um, in the top 10, but it's still a good fucking release. Uh, turbo ACs, I don't know if I've played on the show before, but a fucking killer band. And, uh, Radiation is a good release. It was it was in the running, but um, you know, with with uh, all the albums that were released last year, and only doing a top ten, they can't all make it. Um, like I said, you're listening to Gone Mental here on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit, and if you are new to this, the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit, of course, is a uh, roughly three hour block of live psychobilly radio. I guess these days it's more of a three and a half hour. Tonight, it's a four-hour block. Uh, I got the first half of the show, or the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit. This show is called Gone Mental. My name is Dan. Coming to you out of Little Canada, uh, or the Twin Cities, for those of you who don't know suburbs of Twin Cities, Uh, but in the great state of Minnesota. The second half of the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit is going to be our friends uh, at Zorch Radio out in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, they do kind of the same thing, a little bit of psychobilly, Rockabilly, Garage, Trash, Surf, One Man Band, all that sort of thing. Um, but I think they're a little bit more, or I guess it's, it's just one, I'm still used to them having three DJs, it's just now one DJ, um, but uh, he's way more professional than I am, does a better job, I think, but yeah, so should we get started? Countdown. First release, or number 10 on the list. Uh, The fucking killer band that I've been a huge fan of for a long time. Uh, Finally was able to see them live, I think, last year for the first time, playing with the Blasters. Of course, I'm talking about the Delta Bombers out of Las Vegas. Uh, Really, really killer band. Doing kind of a rockabilly and blues and... Uh, I, guess, I guess they're more than just a rockabilly band They're more than just a blues band They, they have a lot of elements in there They're a fucking great band And this I think was their first vinyl release Of course they re-released uh, The Wolf recently on vinyl But uh, this particular release that came out last year was called Pressure and Time So we're going to play three tracks off that one So here we go Of course, as I said, all tracks off the Delta Bomber's release from last year, Pressure and Time. We just heard High Strung Ramble, which of course is dedicated to their friend, uh, Carlos from the High Strung Ramblers, who passed away a couple years ago in a motorcycle accident. Um, and before that was Let Her Go, starting off the set was Get a Gun, and um, it definitely, uh, I've believe it's still available on vinyl. I picked it up... Um... I, I know when they were touring last through, they, they were out of it at the merch booth. I think I had ordered it online. I really can't remember, to be honest. Um... I'm sure it's still available on CD as well if they're out of the vinyl, but you know, if they're out, then you could always just start plugging them to repress it, because I'm sure they'd sell out again. Um... But yeah, if you don't have that one yet, I highly recommend you pick it up. Um, once again, that was the Delta Bombers off Wild Records with Pressure and Time. Um, and moving on, number nine. Um, last year and the year before, I think those were the only years we've done the top releases of the previous year. Uh, we were still very much into the more uh, rockabilly, psychobilly format. And, um, you know, a little bit of Outcroppings into some garage. Uh, I know Toxines uh, made it last year, was it? I think that was last year. The Toxines um, album made the top five. Um, this year we've expanded our formatting with saying that we're really not restricting anything. So this year we got a little bit of punk rock on the, the list. Actually, quite a bit. Um, But the next one, of course, is the first one I'll have. um, uh, I'll I'll be playing from... I don't think I've played anything from this yet. I don't know why. Um, But uh, a a band that's been around forever, uh, one that I've only recently gotten into, like a past couple years, um is the Dwarves. Fucking love the Dwarves. Fucking filthy, dirty, sex, drugs, murder, suicide, Satan. Everything that could possibly be offensive all wrapped into some fucking high-energy rock and roll. Fucking amazing band. And last year they put out a new album called Take Back Tonight. And, um... All their songs are really fucking short, so we're going to be playing more than three this set. But... Um, yeah, here is uh, a whole set of uh, songs off the Dwarves Take Back Tonight. Night. Here we go. my Google Pages spreadsheet of the playlist for tonight. Kiss they assholes. Um, we just heard a whole shitload of songs off the Dwarves new release Take Back Tonight. All pure, clean, chaste family songs. If, uh, if you're following us in the chat, Greg Lonesome apparently finds the uh the contents of some of the songs upsetting which of course um i really don't understand uh we just heard a song called trace amounts before that you turned me on uh before that was a song called here's looking at you which apparently is allegedly a song about peeping at underage girls which i don't know if i believe that the dwarves would ...would really write about something like that. I think it's more a song about loving yourself. Which is more... uh, ...following in the teachings of... ...of Christ, I believe. Uh, Before that was Take... ...Take take Back the Night, the title track off the album. And... uh, ...starting off the set we had Forget Me Not. And... uh, ...if you're listening along here... ...feel free to join us on the chat here on Real Punk Radio... Uh, we're discussing the possibility of children finding their dwarves collection, or in Brent's case, uh, his stepmom finding his dwarves collection of 45s. Um, you were listening to Gone Mental here on the Thursday Night Rec Pit. We are counting on the top 10 releases of 2016, or no, 2018, uh, which was last year. Not a couple years ago. We wouldn't do that. We already did that once. Um, and of course, I think I've mentioned every year, as I listen to things, the albums may switch places on on their rankings here. Um, I would say my number one pick is the only one that I'd, is solid on which... I mean, they're all in the top ten, but as far as like the, num- the actual rank number... The number one release that I'll be playing tonight is uh, is definitely number one. It's going to stay number one. The rest of them will probably float around and switch places as as my life moves on. Um, but coming up next, a band that. Uh, two years ago, or is it three years ago they released? I think it was three years ago. They released an album that I would say is probably one of my favorite psychobilly releases of the past decade. Uh, fucking just shit hot album. Still blows me away every time I listen to it. And so last year they replaced, released another album, and uh, they came and played here uh, in a snowstorm the same day that the Reverend Horton Heat, the Blasters, uh, Big Sandy, and... Uh, Junior Brown were all playing across town. So it was not a well-attended show. It was still in my mind one of the best psychobilly bands of uh the this I guess the western hemisphere, north and south America put together. Uh the Gutter Demons of course is the band I'm talking about. They just put out an album a couple months ago. Or a month ago was it? I don't remember. I don't even know what fucking month it is anymore. Uh Gutter Demons release of No God, No Ghost, No Saints, just a fucking absolutely awesome fucking rock and roll album, um, so we're just going to play a couple of tracks off that, sound good? Okay, here we go. Ghost Rider, once again the album was called No God, No Ghost, No Saints. Uh, We're calling that number eight. Holy fuck. Um, I'm talking too much. We're going to run out of time before I run out of this. We got seven more fucking albums. And I just burned through 44 minutes somehow. Uh, that song was called Ghost Rider before that we had Damage Case and starting off the set we had Devil's Hand once again that was the Gutter Demons with No God, No No Ghost, No Saints their recent release off Stomp Records Uh, highly recommend you pick that one up and while you're at it if you haven't already pick up their 2016 or 2015 release uh, Unfinished Business which is fucking phenomenal as well Uh, moving on Um, Let me take a quick two-second break here and tell you, um, since I usually talk about upcoming events, and there's one that we're kind of sponsoring coming up on the 17th at the Uptown VFW. Wayne the Train Hancock is playing on Thursday, January 17th. Um, Doors at 8.30 p.m. That's at the Uptown VFW. Um, There's a DJ that night I am not familiar with. Tickets are $15. And I'm going to be on vacation out of the country, so you don't even have to worry about missing the show because I'll be playing a rerun. So just go see Wayne the Train Hancock. We're one of the best fucking honky-tonk acts playing today. Um, That said, let's move on. So up ap- next one is actually the only one I don't have on vinyl because they never released it on vinyl. Um, ever since episode one, we've played a bit of Henry and the Bleeders every single show because we start off. The intro has a, a clip from uh, Hillbilly and a Psycho Band and the, the bed music that I've always used, um, well, the first like 40 episodes. It's been the only bad music, but now I have a few tracks, but one of the ones I still use is some audio from that track. Um, but they released last year an album called Looking Backwards. Still, I think, um, one of my favorite current running rockabilly bands that gets mixed up with that Psychobilly uh, label. I, I, I don't know that I would call them Psychobilly, but they're just some fucking high energy fucking ass kicking rockabilly so here we go off that album uh looking backwards henry and the bleeders with hatb Off of their new release, looking backwards, that's not actually that new. It's a few months old, but it's one of the the releases from last year, 2018, whatever fucking year that was. Um, it'd been a few years since they released something, so I was kind of nervous that maybe they called it a day. But I was really excited when um, I saw uh, Rockus Records on their their Facebook page post about it. So I definitely. Uh, immediately went out and ordered it. Was not disappointed. That last track was called Weed Farmer. Before that was Vicious Circle. Before that was Day Trippin' and and started off the set was H-A-T-B. Once again, you were listening to Gone Mental here on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit and we are counting down the top 10 releases of last year. Um, Yeah, it's um... It's been fun. We're actually kind of running behind. We're about to do number six. And we only got an hour of our two hours left. So I got to pick up the pace. So coming up next, we have another punk rock album. So if you listen to Gone Mental just because you only like Psycho Billy, I don't know. It's punk rock. So it'll be over in like five minutes. Uh, But this album was brought to my attention by Greg Lonesome of... Uh, Rock and Roll Manifesto which is an amazing show here on Real Punk Radio every Wednesday night if you don't listen to great show you're missing out honestly one of the best shows um, I've ever heard he puts together the best fucking playlists and I think maybe the only person I know who has better taste in music than me so uh, that's saying quite a bit but uh, a couple weeks ago, he he sent me a message saying, Hey, there's this band that's just some really killer kind of old-style punk rock. Um, I think you should check them out. And so I did, and I was really fucking blown away. Um, it just reminds me of the, the punk I listened to growing up. Because a lot of... I mean, honestly, let's admit it. Punk's evolved a lot over the years. This is just fucking... I guess it reminds me of the the stuff I listened to in the 90s growing up. Uh, this band is called The Wheels. Um, never heard of them before. I'm assuming they're a newer band. Uh, but they put out an album last year on Wanda Records called Top 10 Super Hits. And it's just fucking dirty, fucking bouncy punk rock. So uh, let's start off. This track's called Throw Away. It's what i Super Hits. Fucking, uh, It took me a while to find it, uh, Available to purchase, because... Uh, Wanda Records, which was the first hit that I found, as far as, uh... Where to buy it. Um, uh, doesn't ship to the US. So... Sorry. I lost my phone, and I got a notification, so... Oops. Um... Anyway, uh, I believe I ended up finding that on Deadbeat Records. Um, Let me just double-check. Yeah, Deadbeat Records. So, if you're having a hard time finding it, hit their uh, Deadbeat Records store. They should still have a couple of copies, I would imagine. Um, That was Top 10 Super Hits Again track was just called Be Like You before that I'm so tired of living in the USA and preemptive shut the fuck up you love it or live it types because you know if we don't like it um, it's kind of the American way to fucking protest and change shit that we don't like So, yeah, we don't fucking like it. And no, we're not leaving. Uh, Before, that was What Wrong About Bob, which I feel is a personal attack on the fact that um, I don't like the movie What About Bob. Uh, every time I've admitted to somebody that I didn't like that movie people seem like I just like punched a nun or something that uh, insulting a Bill Murray movie or something is just offensive but I just I didn't like it so every time I hear the title Wrong About Bob I just I feel like it's an attack on my opinion about Bill Murray Um, starting off the set was throwaway. and you are listening to Gone Mental as we count down the top 10 releases of 2018 and up next is an album that came, technically it was released December 27th 2017 but that was close enough to the end because I had already done the 2017 top releases and I didn't receive the copy in the mail until like the first week of January or the second week and then they it took them a couple months to get it out on vinyl so I'm still calling it a 2018 release. Of course, this is the Navratix album Alive. Fucking amazing band. Um, it's still one of the one of the bands when when somebody asks me what psychobilly is, Navratix is currently one of the bands. It's like one of the forefront that comes to mind. Um, when they came out with their album Paranoid that made my top uh, releases of the year. I want to say that it was 2016. Um their, their album Alive was no lesser of an album it's still fucking super high quality really good high energy Psycho Billy um, of course coming from Crazy Love Records and I'm just going to shut the fuck up and play some of it so here's Different Lives So it's just brought to my attention that the Twitter tweets that I've been doing... um, So if you don't follow us on Twitter, what I'm doing starting last episode is I'm tweeting YouTube links to what I'm playing. Um, Not every single track, but like at least one or two per set. Uh, It's just been brought to my attention that my tweets have been saying top 10 releases of 2108, which is 90 years in the future or 79 years in the future now but oops Um, so that was the Nevrotics off their album Alive uh, an amazing band they just posted on their Instagram uh, a couple days ago that they have a t-shirt for sale Um, so if you like that band uh, direct message them on their Instagram account I want to say it was, like, 21 bucks shipped from, where are they, uh, Sweden, wherever the currency is, Kroner, um, one of those Scandinavian countries, $21 shipped from uh, Scandinavia is a pretty goddamn cheap deal, um, I was surprised that the sh- shipping was so cheap, but, um Yeah, uh, Neurotics Alive, fucking amazing band, amazing album. We just heard The Plague before that was Rays, before that was Different Lives. And um, like I said, we're counting down the top 10 releases of 2018, not 2108. Um, And coming up next is a band that once again was brought to my attention just a couple weeks ago. Uh, But it's a really fucking killer release uh this is a voodoo rhythm release that i got an email from the guy that hooked me up with the beat man for the uh the guest host show remember when the beatman guest hosted and he was in my basement um the guy that, that lined that up with me um He emailed me and said, hey, there's this band called Bad Mojos. Um, I know we got in touch with Tommy from Real Punk Radio. If you want to copy this, too, let me know. I was like, what the fuck? This is awesome. Hell yeah. Um, And I pretty much immediately went to Rudy Rhythm's website, ordered the record, just got it a couple days ago, but I had a digital copy earlier, so I've been having my mind blown. Um, since then, it's just it's really good um, Garage if it, if it makes sense. I want to say it's kind of like a heavy fuzz with a touch of pop in there. I know you don't really think pop when you think garage, but there's there's some elements of like kind of Poppy sounding background vocals. There's some keyboard in there. It's really good. Um, I played I played a track off this like a week or two ago uh, but this band is called Bad Mojo's. The song's called, or uh, er, the album's called, "I Hope You ID." We're gonna s- hope you OD, not ID. I don't care if you uh, ID. I hope you OD, which I assume means overdose. So basically, telling somebody to die, or at least get acute liver damage, probably kidneys too. Here's digging my own grave. Um, Greg mentioned in the chat, and it's exactly my impression, um, that when I first heard them. Uh, reminds me of the Spits, reminded him of the Spits. he also mentioned the Hex Dispensers. Uh, that song, the last song we heard was I Hope You O.D., before that was Commit a Crime, uh, before that Baby I'm Doomed and started to set Digging My Own Grave. You're listening to Gone Mental here on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit Weird are. Counting down the top 10 albums of 2018. And, um, we got three left. Brent has made the prediction in the chat that the next one will be The Cavemen. Which they did have a release last year called Nuke Earth. And, um, it's a band that I think they put out a 7-inch in 2017, um... Yeah, what was the name of that 7-inch? I had three songs on it. I've played one or two of them before. Um, I want to say it was Killing Myself or Death Row was the name of the re- the official name of the 7-inch. Death Row was the name of one of the songs. Killing Myself. Yeah, Death Row was the release. Dog on a Chain was one of the standout tracks on that 7-inch. That came out in 2017. The following year, 2018, they came out with an album called Nuke Earth, which um, I first heard of them on the band camp when I went on the Slovenly Records band camp, but um, I can't remember what I bought. What was it? Oh, I bought Control Freaks, and while I was there, I bought that Caveman 7-inch, and you know, it was, f- it was fucking phenomenal, really good. I got New Earth when it came out. And then like a couple weeks later I bought their first or their previous two LPs and I think I bought another 7-inch. Then another 7-inch that came out like a couple weeks ago from some label in Brazil. Um, really good just fucking dirty, fast, sloppy, raw, fucking just garagey kind of punk rock. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what number three is. The Cavemen. New Earth. So, they just re-released the... I mean, it was released last year, and then they repressed it on pink vinyl. I think I only have it on black vinyl, so if you want to be cooler than me, get one of the only 100 pressings of pink vinyl of New Earth. So, there you go. Lust for Evil. Because who doesn't get a boner for evil, right? Cavemen are fucking good there was the Cavemen off their release uh, from last year Nuke Earth we just heard Thug before that Chernobyl Baby before that Janie which I believe I played before at least once and started off the set was Lust for Evil which I think is my one of my favorite songs of 2018 um, but out in New Zealand the Cavemen fucking killer band um shortly after discovering the greatness of the caveman I went out and bought everything I could find of theirs, including their t shirt. And um Yeah. Really good band. But moving on, we got two more releases left on the countdown of the top ten of two thousand eighteen. Um Any guesses? Brent's made his guess. Brent has guessed the top three. So far as number three was, was correct. Um, if you've been paying attention this year, you may, you'll probably know number one. Number two is actually a band that Brent introduced to me. Um, which is sad because it's a local band. Um, was, you remember Remember last year? I think it was last January. Maybe the 11th he was here sitting at the bar with me while I did a show, and the next day we went out to see some bands at the, the Hexagon, and uh, one of those was this band that I had seen on flyers for years. It's sad how long I saw them on flyers without actually seeing them. This band called Liquor Beats Winter, and I was tired as fuck because I get up at 4 o'clock every morning, and uh, the night before I did the show, so of course I was hungover. But um, is this band Liquor Beats Winter and Brent told me about them later He's like oh yeah, it's like watching the bastard child of JD Williams on stage fucking just go nuts and after hearing them I I believe it I've actually I've seen them once but I had to stand in a chair to actually see over the people to see the band actually play and um, The energy is fucking unbelievable they're not exactly legendary shack shakers, but they're more—they're—they're they're a bit more bluesy, um, but a very similar feel. And I'm proud that they're from the Twin Cities. Actually, I was in Australia when this album was released. I had pre-ordered it. And so the first thing I did when I woke up and I got the email that it was released is I put it onto my phone and I put my headphones on and I walked for like three or four hours around Sydney and just listened to this album and I was fucking, I mean, for being on the bottom of the world, I felt so much on top of the world. This is just a great fucking feeling to just have this just blaring at ear-blistering volumes. Uh, and just fucking just trucking around through you know, just any streets, really. But this, uh, this, this number two, Brent, you were right. Liquor Beats Winter. It was called Lost in the Sauce. They have it available on on vinyl. It's uh, it's got a couple tracks that were off their their self titled release, but their self titled release wasn't on vinyl, so it's probably it's justified. Really, this song is called "Swine." There you go. Pretty sure you see why that was number two right there. Um, that was Liquor Beats Winter from the Twin Cities here, off of their "Lost in the Sauce." I got that off their Bandcamp. I'm pretty sure you can find both the releases there. If you like digital, <coughs> their self-titled should be there in digital copy. Uh, you probably can still find "Lost in the Sauce" on vinyl. Um, really really ridiculously good band Um, if you live in the Minnesota area I highly recommend you travel out to see them play live such a high energy fucking show Um, but we're running out of time we got one release left so I'm just gonna move on I've mentioned this album many times before greg called it in the chat brent called it in the chat number one is of course as diabats off of nightmares in red nightmares in red i've i've liked as diabats for a long time i've often said that they were the greatest band to come out of the southern hemisphere uh as far as psychobilly is concerned and i really meant it um i've i've always liked Everything I've heard from them, but Nightmares in Red really fucking blew me away. Um, I mean, if you may recall a while ago, I put out this thing called The List, which was the essential Psychobilly albums, which was really inspired by the Crewman's Adventures of the Crewman, which I think is one of the quintessential Psychobilly albums. And uh, Nightmares in Red, I would put up there with. Adventures of the Crewmen or any other fucking just classic put it in a time vault will stand the test of time psychobilly albums. I honestly believe that Nightmares in Red is one of the best psychobilly albums put out since psychobilly has been put out. Um, It really, and the fact that it came out last year, it really shows that psychobilly is still a living, breathing genre that's not just controlled by the the dinosaurs who put together a band in the early 80s, late 70s and really have innovated nothing since then and uh, just want to beat up women to prove the point that they're still relevant. Um, But yeah, number one, the, the best release of 2018, hands down, without a question, this will not change... Uh, As Diabats um, Nightmares in Red So Here we go well that's number one that's the best album of the year in my opinion Uh, probably the best album at least in the past decade in my mind Um, maybe the past 20 years I don't know it's a really good record Um, god when did it I, I know I mentioned it before, but I keep coming back to Adventures of the Crewman, which is, in my mind, one of the most classic Psychobilly albums. But when did that come out? Like the early 80s? So maybe... Maybe one of the best Psychobilly albums in the past 30 years. It's fucking up there. It's really fucking good. I mean, you heard it. Um, right now, I'm overtime. I'm stepping on George Radio's time and well they're they're doing a rebroadcast anyway so I'm going to just finish up here at my pace so we'll get there um, but as I always say every episode if you like the music I play on this show by all means go out support the artists um, if you like the music I, I play here Buy it. Don't just stream it on the YouTubes. Don't just play it on the podcast. Don't just do the Spotify's. Because we know Spotify doesn't play the artist any meaningful amount. Uh, don't just do the Pandora's. Buy the fucking record. Buy a record. Buy a CD. Go to the band's band camp and do a digital download. Um, buy it in some context. And... Support the artist. If they play in your area, go to their show, play, pay the cover. Do not do the guest list. The guest list should be against your fucking religion. Um pay the cover because that's how the bands get paid. A lot of bands have to pay to get up on stage these days, which is in my mind fucking criminal. So pay the cover. Go to the show. Pay the cover. Spend more money at the merch booth than you do the bar while you're at the bar. Because we all will be. We know us. At least I will be. Buy the band around. Maybe buy them too. Hell, fucking last show I went to, I, I should be embarrassed about this, but I'm kind of proud. Um, when I closed out my tap for the night, the, the bartender said congratulations you had the highest bar tab for the entire week and i said what do i get a fucking shirt they said well we don't we don't have shirts but you can get a hat so i got a stocking cap for Mortimers because i had the highest bar tab of the week which i should be embarrassed about but once i looked at the tab it was mostly drinks i bought for the toxines Which makes me pretty fucking proud. Um, But yeah, support your fucking artists. If you like the music, do it. Um, Stick around for Zorch, who we are really, really stepping on their time hard this week. But it's a rebroadcast, so I know Jake doesn't mind. Um, the next the next track the last track of the night uh, the Reverend Beatman posted online that he did not want to be on a top release of the year list so I respected that otherwise he would have been in my top 10 because he put out a couple albums this year that were fucking amazing so I'm going to close up the night with with a track from one of his records I'm not listing it. It's not a list. I'm not ranking it. It's just a song that I really appreciate. It came out last year. Um, Last year, he he toured through with uh, Nicole Isabel Garcia. um, And they were here in my basement. It was really one of the greatest, I think, the the greatest show that I've done here in the basement. Or the other basement that I've done. Um, And though I regrettably kind of lost control and blacked out towards the end of the night it's probably one of the best live shows I've ever seen um but yeah here's Pedro Te Amo, but I love you with Reverend Beatman and Nicole Isabel Garcia see you next week